Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Captain Shame, episode nine. Now with 100% more microphones, so maybe a little bit of extra professionalism to come with it. Probably not, though. Uh, in this episode, episode nine, we are joining very much in with the theme of list season in which we're in, as festive as it is, um, with uh, doing a rundown of some of our favourite EPs from this year. Funnily enough, uh, all of the EPs that we've gotten written down are British, which is probably in keeping with um, the the contents or the music that we listen to, particularly uh, for regular listeners of the podcast. This might not surprise you. Um, we have a uh, a triple. We've got a top three that we've written down for our three favourites uh, ranked EPs of the year, and then we've got a few honourable mentions that we struggled to rank but we really want to talk about because they're all fantastic and we think you should uh, go and check them out given given a chance. Absolutely. It should also be noted that we are just doing English language music this time in the show, which is a, a bit of a break from a lot of the Russian stuff we've been talking about, especially with Lisa coming onto the show. Um, but we will be doing a separate episode entirely on some of the top music, uh, like Russian language music that came out in 2020. So if you're here and expecting us to talk about uh, Burek's EP or even their later album, that sort of thing, it's not going to be on this episode, but it will be on one that's coming out soon. Indeed. There's something also of interest, uh, I think, for these releases in that most of them um, are debut EPs. They are new releases for many of these bands, which... Uh, may not be, may 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 or may not be of note. Um, it it may not be of note because a lot of these bands are quite new. In which case, they haven't. They might not have had as much time to write and record all this music. But it is also of note that they've released really really good debut EPs, which can only bode well for the future. It's good good sign for music to come. Indeed, twenty twenty one. After the shit show of twenty 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 one could be. Yet another great year for music. Uh, hopefully even better if we get our gigs back. Fingers very much crossed. Anyway, shall we crack on with the list? Yes. So the first one I've got written down here is a band, as as we've talked about from the show before, a band from Glasgow. Um, the lead singer is about the best David Bowie impersonator I've ever come across. <laughs> this band is Walt Disco. And the EP is Young, Hard, and Handsome. There's so much to unpack with Walt Disco. <laughs> it is So much. It's pure 80s revivalism, but in the best possible way. Fans of HMLTD, I think, will in particular enjoy this EP. It, it's the only kind of small post-punk band that it has that I've come across that has that same level of like weird and wonderful that hmltd does where they just kind of take a whole bunch of different genres mash them together and throw it at the wall um and and you know 90 plus percent of it sticks and the 10 percent that doesn't you can skip past um i will say i think walt disco actually has a, a better sticking rate than hmltd part of it is that they don't have as much music so you don't have as much to go off of but so far it's absolutely phenomenal young hard and handsome is a super symphonic big it, it's yeah it's 80s revivalism in its purest form with admittedly a pretty good touch of muse in there if you're a fan of muse's bass lines in particular go listen to this ep it's great um it makes absolutely phenomenal driving music or like 
music that you you know if you're out walking with a purpose it's that sort of walking music i think the other the other there's a few really standout um songs on this ep i'd say i mean this there's there's four songs it's not difficult to stand to 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 or to not stand out but um the particularly anthemic opener of hey boy you're one of us especially if we're going to talk about muse bass lines hey boy you're one of us has got a huge muse driving bass line and uh and the groove the yeah exactly the pure pure groove the pure groove of cut your hair is fantastic as well which was made even better um by uh, a gammon actually approached the singer for walt disco and told him to cut his hair (laughs) and what uh i can't remember i can't remember his name but the lead singer then just openly laughed in the guy's face, which just left him very confused, which probably completely debilitated most of his gammon power. Oh, it's just a piggy power. Poor sign power. Okay, I'm going to stop. But, uh, yes, that was EP. Honourable mention number one, in no particular order. But uh, I've heard they play a phenomenal live show. I've, if we, I saw them on... A, it was the first concert of the pandemic for me the first live concert of the pandemic was was uh walt disco and you know as 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 much fun as they as it was to watch them in their living room in glasgow trying to like cram in front of a webcam i the 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 energy they give off in front of a webcam in a glasgow living room is 10 out of 10 the energy they give off in a live show has got to be at least a 12 so Looking forward to it. Go listen to the EP. It's phenomenal. That this is going to be the sign off after each each EP, which is going to say, "Go listen to the EP. It's phenomenal." We'll put them all in a playlist. Find the playlist in the description. Please check it out. You'll enjoy it. We hope they're they're the top seven of the year. There's a reason they're all here. Indeed. Right. The next one. Next one. Do nothing. Do nothing. Indeed. Zero dollar bill by Do Nothing. Uh, I have managed to see Do Nothing live back in the before times. Um, uh, at a so young uh, event in London, which was great. Uh, Do nothing are a Nottingham outfit, and they they do some actually really interesting things. I was, I was listening to the EP again today, and the really interesting things in this EP, particularly, is that they regularly play with song structure. And I think the first three tracks off the EP don't actually really have a verse-chorus structure in in the mold of most songs. Where actually there's there's bits of chorus or songs, but they're mostly uh, or chorus or verses are actually mainly outlined by the guitar work more than actually a sort of classic choral repetition. A lot of the uh, do nothing um, interviews regularly refer to their frontman, whose name I've forgotten, as uh, as being a poet, and it does actually start to show in a lot of places in do nothing where it's a very sort of train of thought style delivery. Uh, which which is actually I, I find is really interesting and, and makes for some fantastic music. LeBron James is probably one of the standout tracks on there, but Comedy Gold, the opener, is also really, 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 really good. I, I have a three-way tie between my favorite track off this EP. Comedy Gold is there, Contraband is there, and LeBron James is there. And at con- Sorry, LeBron James always kind of edges it out because... It was the first track of theirs that I heard and listened to it on repeat. One, because it's just, the lyrics are phenomenal. To me, they sit lyrically and musically kind of somewhere between the 
big, brash, 80s boldness that Walt Disco exhibits. And kind of a more really stripped down, but upbeat and fun to listen to sort of style of post-punk that you hear more with another EP we're going to talk about, um, Home Counties and Redevelopment. It's like at that perfect midpoint between the two where you want, you know, it's polished around the edges. It has this kind of big sound to it, but it's still stripped back and raw enough that, you know, it it, it has that kind of classic post-punk feel. And they've done a really good job of really threading that needle there and keeping a balance between those two things. And uh, yeah, Comedy Gold, Contraband, LeBron James three of my top tracks of 2020 this is one of my top albums or sorry this is one of my top eps of 2020 go listen to it lebron james also has an absolutely killer baseline it really does lebron james is actually it was was my number three most listened to song according to spotify with the whole spotify wrapped malarkey that is how much i've listened to this song a lot it's 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 on my top 10 for uh according to last fm it's yeah LeBron James, Baseline is killer. I concur with that. It's just, it's such a good song. It draws you but in. But also Comedy Gold and Contraband. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good EP. Go listen Go to listen it. Go listen to the EP. <laughs> it's nothing bad ever happened on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, but actually, since we've, since we've talked about them in relation to Do Nothing, let's talk about them now. Home Counties, Redevelopment. Do, 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 do. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to jump off of what I said earlier. Redevelopment. It's stripped back. It's raw. It's slightly silly. It's phenomenal. I mean, the so many good tracks on there. I have a, a I have dad bod on singles cassette. And first thing I'll talk about this cassette really quick because it's phenomenal. The band released a version of dad bod for every single one of their members and in very small text on the bottle of beer on the cassette cover, you can read Will Bod, Dan Bod, Sam Bod, Boon Bod, and Con Bod. Those are the dad bods. <laughs> at, at time of... It's such a good EP. Go ahead, Will. At time of recording, they just put it up on Spotify yesterday. Did they? Yeah, they put the, re- they put the remixes up on Spotify. I feel so slighted. I had... I had... I was so excited to be like that one person that bought the not the one person, but one of probably what like two hundred people, fifty people that bought the Home County single cassette and had the ability to play it. Either way, you you had it, you had it before everyone else. So I mean, I had the end of the world track for about three days from the Cool Greenhouse before everyone else. Yes, Dad Bod also notably Dad Bod has a has a recorder solo. Oh, so. Like, what more do you want? So, uh, <laughs> come on. Aside on this uh, EP, that's where the money's gone. Great track. We'll be featuring in the future on a lyric discussion episode, but not necessarily in the best of ways. But you'll have to see that in the future. But still, very solid track. Very solid initial opening for redevelopment. Super happy to see where this is going. And looking forward to see where it goes in the future. The whole EP is a groove. Like, I, I defy you to not put this whole EP on in the summer, on a good day, day off, out in the garden, and not, like, you know, boogie away to it. I defy you. Doesn't have to be the summer. It could be any time. Be in your room. Have have your own little have your own little wiggle. Feeling good. Feeling fine. Listen to Redevelopment by Home Counties. 
I don't I don't think you'll be disappointed. Go listen to it. It is great. Another great EP. Another great EP. So the next one's a bit of a departure. Um, this is one that I actually haven't personally listened to that much. Uh, a couple of times I have listened to it. I will admit it's a phenomenal uh, EP. But it's a departure out of post-punk into uh, something a bit more jazzy. Take it away, Will. I wouldn't even say something a bit more jazzy. It is, it is definitely it is a hallmark of the ongoing blossoming of the London jazz scene. The, the, for those that might not know, the, the London jazz scene is on fire right now. The, the past two years, I think, there's a, there's a really exciting young generation of musicians coming out of London in the jazz scene right now, or, or, or certainly playing in London at the moment. And they are producing unparalleled content, I would argue, uh, with the likes of uh, Joe Armand Jones, Kamal Williams, Moses Boyd, of course, Shabaka Hutchings, the, um, well, the long-standing maestro, almost, I would say, of, of phenomenal jazz. Uh, Nubia Garcia released her, her album recently. All of these are fantastic. But, uh, and we, I highly recommend you go and listen to them. Um, but the EP in question is Tactics by Soccer96, uh, featuring Alabaster de Plume. Soccer96 uh, is made up of Danalog and Betamax, who are two-thirds of the uh, outfit The Comet is Coming. Uh, Danalog also produced both of Snapped Ankles albums and a few others. Uh, and he released, recently released an album with um, Alabaster de Plume as well, which is also fantastic. Phenomenal. Utterly fantastic. Some incredible and, and, jazz. And uh, that broken tooth skyline with uh, Joshua Adihan is oh, God. Oh, what a honestly, track. it's what a track. One of the best tracks of this year. Unstoppable, unstoppable jazz. But it's a three. This uh, EP Tactics by Soccer ninety six featuring Alabaster de Plume is a three track EP. Um, it's only three tracks, but they're all about five six minutes long, and. Uh, it features uh, Alabaster de Plume's sort of almost ethereal vocals over the quite synth and drum-heavy jazz production of uh, of Danalog and Betamax, also featuring Alabaster de Plume's um, accomplished saxophony. And it is, oh God, it's brilliant. Most of the lyrics are very, um, are very political, with the opening track being called I Was Gonna Fight Fascism. And the lyrics are basically all about... Closing track. Sorry? Closing track. No, that's the opening track. The closing no, track. Buy is, it. Children will dance. I was gonna fight. Fascism. I was gonna fight fascism. Children will dance, and then buy it. Uh, according to Spotify, it's not. What? That's the one I've got on my laptop. I bought it off Bandcamp. So. <laughs> just, this just in: the Spotify version and uh, the Bandcamp versions do not line up. I'm gonna take Bandcamp as the canonical version because Bandcamp is bay. Anyway, the track. Uh, I was going to fight fascism off the EP um, has the particularly fantastic uh, lyrical refrains of, uh, uh, of I was going to fight fascism, but it's, it's a, it's a piece where there's someone who's clearly saying, Oh yeah, I was, I was going to stand up. I was going to, I was going to do this. I was going to, to, to make my voice heard. Oh, but, Oh, you know, Oh, I couldn't really because, and the and the and the final oh, I don't don't want to spoil it. No, yeah, I'm gonna spoil it. Okay, the final lyric is uh, I was gonna fight fascism, but I was scared. I was scared I couldn't do it. And it's it's like most of this um, 
most of the CP is basically just goading of of the listener between I was going to fight fascism, children will dance, and the final track, uh, or, well, the track, buy it. The track buy it is a constant sort of capitalist uh, deconstruction with ongoing thing like, oh, do you want... Do you want world peace? Buy it. Do you want a meaningful relationship? Buy it. Do you want X? Do you want Y? Do you want Z? Buy it, buy it, buy it. And then it breaks down to say, oh, you want someone to blame? That's free. Let me get that for you. Do you want to feel better about yourself? Let me demonize this immigrant for you. No, it, it is it is a, a very solid EP from the London jazz scene and a departure from what we've been talking about recently. By now to do an episode on uh, London jazz in the future. We absolutely should, because it is definitely tangentially related and intertwined, I would argue, with the uh, post-punk scene. I'd agree with that. Well, those were those were our honourable mentions. Uh, now that I've stopped waxing lyrical about Soccer 96's EP Tactics, which is so good, the number of people I've recommended it to who aren't particularly post-punk jazz listeners and listen to it and go, wow, that was that was really good is more than one and thus a plurality <laughs> so you should listen to it it's not how not not how pluralities it's work how i make it um... work <laughs> <laughs> anyway time to wax lyrical about our top three third top the top three we're into our top three this is our third favorite ep in rankings so far well realistically of 2020 yeah I think I think we're probably done with with new releases for 2020 for for EPs that would make this list, but we could be proven wrong. Could be proven wrong. The album, sorry, the EP is a camera wanders all night. The band is document. This EP is really something else. I it's one of the few things I've actually bought on tape. New. Um, you literally just talked about having bought home Gouty's dad bod. I know that those are like the I've got okay Sleaford mods, all that glue, special interest um with unfortunately spiraling which is a very good ep but it's not the passion of the passion of was better or sorry ep album the passion of was better um and then savior by a soft kill those are the only new things that i own the new tapes that i own um yeah there's not many a document a camera wanders all night a hundred percent worth it if you are a fan of a lot of the russian music we've talked about chances are you're gonna love this it's cold it's not quite cold wave in the sort of like electronic style that we talk about a lot but it is still in my opinion kind of like that the early from the early days of cold wave it's has a lot of very early goth influences it's i mean it's it's dark it's cold. The production on it's fantastic. It has this phenomenal sort of like early to mid eighties, almost like bad production technique, but in a way that's like it's aged well. We talked about this a lot in the the Motodoma episode on Monument, but it's simi- it's very similar to that. Um, and there's something if if you can manage to pick it up. I don't know if they still have them for sale, but if you can manage to pick it up on tape, it's phenomenal to listen to on tape because it has this really authentic sort of east berlin in the 80s vibe to it where it's just cold and dark and just of its of that time 
um the 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 kind of temporal aesthetic is phenomenal i'm so glad that you said east berlin and the 80s because i've been dying to talk about the opening track which is called the spy who came in from the cold the spy who came in from the cold is a book by john le carry uh, a spy a spy novel um john le carry was himself a spy and it's set in east berlin well it's it's partially set in berlin in probably the late 60s and there's a lot of references to the book in the lyrics and the whole track is very slow and brooding and pensive and it's just brilliant also uh, I picked up there's quite a lot of Johnny Marr influences in some of the guitar work later in the EP as well as uh, sort of mm-hmm. the hardcore leanings of like brutalism era idols and heavy lungs as well all good yeah all great especially for fans of any of the three four five things i've just mentioned it's this album i mean this sorry this ep uh this ep really is something else it is for the fans of cold wave revival things that kind of touch on dark wave but you don't necessarily want that really electronic influence it's it's basically just classic goth revivalism in of the likes of you know Bauhaus um, and Killing Joke and that sort of style, pair it, take that, pair it with you know very much kind of pseudo spy esque lyrics. It makes it a really particularly good piece to listen to if you're if you're in that sort of I don't know Cold War revival mood, <laughs> or if it's dark outside, which is yeah quite quite a lot right now. Yeah. Especially living here in Edinburgh in Scotland. It's pretty dark. Quite a lot of the time. Down the weather shit. I'd never noticed this, but the world until yesterday also has some some of the the guitar work really reminds me of, of the edge. Like U two guitarist. Um I, which people people always forget. You or not people a lot of people forget that U two started off as a post punk band. They were. They were the great rivals of Echo and the Bunnyman. Yeah. And then U two won out. Yeah. Uh, I mean early U two was phenomenal. If you like early U2, you will enjoy several of the tracks off of this album, this EP rather. Let's talk about the number two. Number two, eternal stalwarts of, well, probably my listening, certainly Nathan's listening, and also mentioned semi-frequently on the podcast. It is Pond Life by Edinburgh's very own, very only post-gutter skunk funk band. I got it right that time. I couldn't get it right when I actually hosted the uh, event. I could get it right now. It is seared into my memory. It is Bikini Body. Hooray! Bikini Body are genuinely one of my favorite bands. And I love them. They're f- they're phenomenal. Uh, it, it's Bikini Body. It's a good... Yeah, so the vocals, the vocals are kind of akin to dry cleaning in the sort of spoken word aspect, but not quite to that level. Uh, it's a good balance, in my opinion. I think dry cleaning vocals, oh, I enjoy them. You know, long periods of listening, it can kind of get a little bit samey. Bikini Body strikes that that good balance between the two, or at least for me, it doesn't really have that sort of depreciation of, of, of value and uniqueness that dry cleaning kind of can over time. Um, and, and also, the lyrical content is phenomenal. I mean... I remember coming across uh, So Posh on, I don't remember how I got there, some sort of weird Spotify chain and listening to this and being like, Will, you have to listen to this. You have to listen to this. And then found out from Edinburgh, oh, 
And yes, they're playing Sneaky Pete's in a bunch of show. Phenomenal band. Phenomenal lyricism. I'm so posh. I say ta instead of thank you. I actually remember when you sent me that track. I was I was walking around London and you sent me that track of So Posh and I and I put it on and I Oh my god, I vibed with it straight away. I was properly headbanging as I was walking around trying to find the tube stop. And it was so good. I think I sent it to about five people off the back of it, all of whom hated it. Which is always a good sign. <laughs> Uh, well, they didn't hate it. Like, I just can't get into this, which is polite for saying, this is not my kind of sound. Surprisingly, one of them was Lisa. I think she's come around since. Yeah, Hi, Lisa. probably. Um, I, 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 love, I love Bikini Body. Half of them probably felt really insulted. I mean, I, I told, I, I've talked about it several times in this podcast. I'm going to talk about it again. I managed to somehow host a gig for them playing about a month and a half ago now, um, and I did I did bring that up when I when I was talking with them. I said, I, you know, most of these songs I listen to, I am on the verge of feeling personally assaulted, uh, insulted, assaulted, both um, personally attacked by almost every song you you write and sing. This one, about ten times so, because Boris Johnson is not my dad, uh, but I do do most of these other things like machine gunning tigers, machine gunning tigers. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm so passionate. Uh, I was on a fifteenth fag this week. This week, the lyrics. The lyrics. The fifteenth fad. Fifteenth fad. I thought. Yeah, fifteenth fag. No fad. Fifteenth fad. I thought it was fag, as in fad makes more sense thinking about it now. I thought, why is she smoking so yeah, little? I've always, I always, I always heard it as as her fifteenth fad this week is like, oh yeah, she's already managed to jump through a paleo diet, then she went vegan. And now she's doing yoga in the backyard on a, you know, on a balancing on a surfboard. Okay, my you know rich people stuff. My mum is not remotely uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> but but rich people stuff. Okay, ri- okay, um, fine. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I I love Vicky. Anybody? I, the, I I do actually want to talk about the um, about Vicky. Vicky Cavanaugh is, is the vocalist. I do actually want to talk about her vocalization if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about this, especially with relation to dry cleaning. Go for it. Dry cleaning. Um, Florence surname, who is the vocalist for dry cleaning, she delivers basically all of her lyrics in a very flat, almost bored delivery fashion. So much so that actually she purposely stands on stage and just delivers the lyrics just straight into the microphone. She doesn't really move. She basically just stands there and just delivers into the microphone, which I've 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 um, seen an interview with them recently where it's it's somewhat purposeful and allows basically whilst the band behind her are absolutely rocking out and really going for it as they're jamming aggressively, it kind of it accentuates what they're doing on the stage as opposed to how she's delivering the lyrics, which I kind of agree with. However, uh, the difference is dry cleaning, very flat, very sort of not run of the mill but just just bored and, and straight to the point very as very matter of fact kind of lyric delivery as opposed to dry cleaning not dry cleaning bikini body bikini body's delivery from Vicky is there's a, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of feel to it there's a lot of emphasis in different places it it, it is actually delivered in a kind of almost storied way where there's a lot of emphasis in the in the lyrics especially things like um Georgie Weaver, when 
uh, there's the the first sign next thing. Oh, all right then, buy me a drink. You can feel the mm-hmm. you can feel the emotion and the and the intonation in that delivery, and you can kind of you can basically see that woman at the bar being coalesced into being bought a drink by some skis. He's going, oh, let me buy a drink. It's like, Ugh, fine, fine, buy me a drink. And the the sort of passion and feeling around that translates so well. And I love Bikini Body, and I will not stop talking about them because I love them. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I think you know, for me, going back to the the fact that I think like dry cleaning kind of wears on me. It's they're both vocal deliveries in a similar style, but it's not flat. It's there's a lot of vocal like a lot of vocal color in her delivery. Um, and the, the variation, you know, within one song, Georgie Weaver being a really good example of this kind of back and forth of like, you know, okay, buy me a drink, listen to some bullshit story for half an hour. Why, Why not? There's a lot more color to it. It's, it's not just, just same across the board. You can, you can read her emotion from her voice and it does, it does range between songs as well. I mean, hands off and so posh are delivered in a much more kind of almost angry fashion. So posh, especially so posh, especially towards the end, is super confrontational. Um, it, it it's a variation that I I welcome in the sort of you know spoken word like spoken word music style. The German name of which I forgot. Um That that's it. But yeah, it's a phenomenal it's a phenomenal EP. There's not a single track on this that isn't above and beyond and there are some tracks that absolutely shine. Hands Off is such a great start to an EP. Um and Georgie Weaver capping it off at the end. I mean, who doesn't like a song where the main refrain is fuck, fuck you, you Georgie, Georgie Weaver. Weaver? Do we know who Georgie Weaver is? No, and even talking to Vicky right georgie weaver was apparently just a person who this person that she ran into was complaining about this this guy that you know wanted to buy her a drink and on and on and he was kept talking about this georgie weaver and she wrote a song the main refrain of which was fuck Fuck you you, georgie Georgie weaver it's it's clever it's fun the music behind it is great you know, there's a, and there's a lot of musical variation there as well. So it's it's kind of it's the EP to go to if you want to listen to a broad range of styles and yet have it feel like it's still one cohesive unit. Check out this EP. Seriously, there's a reason we put it at number two. The the drum track on uh, Hands Off, the drumming is uh, by uh, it's, it's it's just one of my faves. I love the drums that that goes through it. It's slightly off kilter. It's it's not just a standard drum. It's got a lot of energy to it and it just really, ca- it opens with just the drums and it carries the track mm. so beautifully. And it really, it's, 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 people say, yeah, driving drums. Like this is, this isn't driving in the way if you think of like a, a hardcore band or something doing like a blast beat. It's not driving in that way, but it is, it does pull you into the song and just kind of keep pushing you through it. Oh, sorry. It's not which... hands off. It's so posh, but it, yeah, it's like a motoric sort of crap rock motoric beat it just grabs you and it takes you oh god i love it i'm just thinking about it now <laughs> i can't stop thinking about it uh also um 
if you do listen to this beat and you do really enjoy it, check out their set on Limic TV. It's on YouTube and on Bikini Body's Facebook page. And it has new tracks, which you can't otherwise find on streaming services. And I, honestly, the, the new tracks are pretty phenomenal. If you're a fan of the kind of upbeat, little bit of anger vibe that you get in So Posh, Young Dad is so good. <laughs> Check it out. I'm really looking forward to that coming out. Chivers Dunhill Coke as well. Ugh. Anyway, really enjoy it. Love it. Managed to get it to host them live. It was a great time. Apparently, I'm a freelance music journalist now. Go check them out. It's the best. However, this brings us... This brings us to, to number, number one. one. Number one. Drum roll, please. It, it will probably come as no surprise. We talked about this band in great depth on our Idols Ultra Mono review. Um, and, and quite frankly, this... EP blew that album out of the water and continues to blow basically everything else that tries to to give it a run out of the water. This EP is Doom Swears by Legs. With two S's. Two S's, yes. L-E-G-S-S. Importantly, not L-E-G-G-S because there is a separate band that is that. Um, check the check the check the playlist. It's in there. But Doom Swears by Legs, it's their second EP, um, following up a arguably equally good, although in my opinion, not it doesn't quite reach Doom Swears level, but it's we're talking absolutely phenomenal EPs, both of them. But Doom Swears is 2020. Doom Swears is it's a collection of songs. It's an art piece. It's uh, I'll let you describe this. Well, this this rant this rant has been bad. <laughs> Doom Swears is a it's 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 a kind of it's not a I don't want to say it's a masterpiece because that would imply that they've almost hit their ceiling, which is very much not the case. Doom Swears is a singular piece of not just post punk art, but, but but wholesale art between the contents of the first half of the EP um, and also the second half. Indisposed, indisposed, rather, with uh, a letter to Hugh, which is a we we've talked about it before, but to, to remind you, is a fantastic piece of sort of almost like postmodern literature um, about <laughs> saying Hugh Stevens, the uh, former Radio One and Radio Six DJ, who has recently resigned. I'm going to talk about that in a moment. Uh, say an admission by Hugh Stevens, the uh, Welsh radio DJ saying that actually he hates music can't stand it he's he he promotes for festivals he does a bit of A&R he puts on new tracks on airs champions indie darlings but he can't stand it hates everything it's a load of rubbish in this in this character of him in this song and it's such a fantastic sort of con- conceptualization of of a man who just who has been very successful in his line of work and is well respected, but literally just does it as a job. And it is so funny. It's it's not a funny it's always like not a funny thing to say. But it's it's so brilliant that it does actually achieve humour. And and what is quite what what actually is funny, uh, I got my copy of So Young 
uh, through the day, through the door today. Not long after it was released, Hugh Stevens did actually resign. He stepped down as a as a DJ very shortly after they actually released their EP with that track. Any any reasoning as to why? I can't remember, but legs in their um, good horse, uh, a good news horse. I guess it's somewhere between a zine and a book. Anyway, good news horse. Um, they also talked about the editor of NME, who then resigned about a week after it was released as well. So there's a little bit of eerie feeling in the legs camp as to whether they are directly or indirectly causing quite a lot of, uh, <laughs> well, now two media personalities, uh, indie music personalities, to resign in relatively quick succession, which is quite amusing. So I want to go track by track on this. Opens up with a song called Local God which starts off very much in the vein of Black Country New Road. And, I mean, you can just think of, like, imagine Athens, France, but without the sax. Very much that vibe. And then it proceeds until about halfway through. It has a bit of a breakdown, and we're back into, like, redevelopment territory, briefly, before resigning yet again back to BCNR. It's a really weird mix of a couple different styles of post-punk that I really enjoy. Going back and forth between that kind of very contemplative BCNR sort of track that's just very kind of somber and yet at the same time quite anxious into a bit of fun. And then ultimately coming back in the, in the style of Legs as always into something much more anxious, something much more contemplative and ultimately quite somber despite the fact that it's really not in your face but it's it, like there's a lot going on with it there's a lot of layering there's a lot of like you know screaming guitar overtures going on over the top it's the way they put together their songs is absolutely phenomenal which proceeds into on killing a swan blues the track name Will can never remember. I've called it about five different things in about three different episodes. So the thing I love about On Killing a Swan Blues is it's it's a lot like kind of like a famous track where it's there's a lot of playback and forth between, you know, upbeat sort of really piercing kind of but like jangly guitar riffs. Listen to the song, you know what I'm talking about. Um but then this kind of playback and forth between that and then jumping again into this really kind of somber, almost spoken word thing but the best part about this track and this is going back to an episode we talked about um recently on lyric writing if i was an american my experiences would have shaped me but because i'm british they only make they me merely... tired yes <sighs> that's honestly one of my favorite lyrics of 2020 it's so good so another reason to check out Doom Swears, the lyrics. Seriously, we've talked about Letter to Hugh, the lyricism, and that is so good. But all of them have phenomenal lyrics. On Killing a Swan Blues has one of the best individual lines of 2020, if not the best individual line of 2020. It's just so, so good. We've talked about On Killing a Swan Blues, Venus. The closer, Doom Swears. Yeah, Venus is the one track that, while it's good, and it kind of has this kind of, like, the guitar actually has a bit of a cool greenhouse vibe to it, especially towards the end of the track. It It is the low point of the EP, in my opinion. 
But that's not saying much because it's still an absolutely phenomenal track. It's just this EP is so fucking good. I mean, that that's um, like saying Barry Lyndon is Kubrick's worst film. It's kind of like saying, okay, this is the least good track on this EP, but this EP is possibly one of the best rounded EPs this entire year. It is. It is what well, is the best EP of this year, and, according to us. Well, anyone who who argues otherwise, well, it, anyone who is into this sort of music and argues otherwise, please please leave a comment as to why. Um, we are happy to get into this this debate with you, um, because this EP is so phenomenal. And finishing on Doom Swayers, so we talked about this earlier in an earlier episode, but Legs Frontman is quite literally a poet as well his his before getting into music he did write poetry still does and you can tell it is next level lyricism i love all the all the artists we talked about so far in this review but honestly no one holds a candle to legs when it comes to lyricism if I if I were going to fight, I would maybe say Do Nothing has some very interesting lyricism, especially with the way that they structure their their songs. But the the poeticism of the legs, especially with the sort of almost skits that they have with their their long spoken word pieces in in the center of their EPs and in their live shows as well, is utterly phenomenal. I I, I love it to bits. This is. Uh... Seriously, listen to this EP. For fans of Famous, you probably already know them. Um, if not, well, they're very similar bands, but it just for fans of arguably for fans of Black Country New Road as well. Yes, for fans of Black Country New Road, Legs does occasionally show up in reference to them. But I've noticed there are there is not like there are a lot of BCNR fans that haven't heard of Legs. Do yourself a favor if you are one of these people go and listen to this EP. I really enjoy BCNR, but if especially if you're into like the lyricism and the the sort of open conversation about the human condition really. Legs does it in a way that might not be as direct as BCNR, but it's certainly more poetic. And in the end, as much as I love BCNR, legs really just show them up if you can get over the fact that it doesn't have saxophone in it i can i love a sax but i love legs more so that was that was our rundown did you did you well did you agree with it did you disagree with it is probably a better question uh if so get in touch with us on instagram uh we have an instagram it is at cabbage and shame all one word all lowercase if that matters i don't think it does Get in touch with us if you are any of the bands. Some of you might be, which is quite exciting. Please get in touch with us with what you thought about our hot takes about your music. And we are going to do uh, albums next, in keeping with the list season. Uh, we think, we, we don't know whether you will or won't agree. Uh, our number one album, not necessarily the number one album for everyone, but it's definitely the number one album for us. So come back next yep. time. And find out what our number one album is. There you go. There's a little BuzzFeed closer. <laughs> yeah, thanks again for joining us. And see you next time. Yeah. We'll catch you next time too. Bye. Bye. Bye.